Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's question has three answers, and the third answer is a secret as to which part of a book's layout will make you the most money if you get it right. So let's get into it. The question that was sent in today was, what is the right self-publishing book layout? And this is a question that many authors, once you first have written your book, you want to know, what do I need to do to get it in the right order and the different parts of your book to make sure that it shows up correct, where everything is looking good, your readers will be happy, and people will be more likely to even buy your books because it looks professional. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a traditionally published book and your book. So this is an outstanding question that many writers have when you're first getting started. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Click the subscribe bell if you would like for me to make more videos like this one, and check below in the description and grab a copy of my free self-publishing checklist that will help you make sure you don't forget any of the key steps to both making your book and also getting it to sell. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. So what is the right self-publishing book layout? Well, when I first got started, I noticed when I was going through many different books and reading the beginnings, I would see many different elements, and sometimes they would be in different orders. For example, you'd have like a title page, and then the person might throw an author's biography in there, and then we'd have some copyright page with the ISBN codes and the year of public publication and such. We might have a disclaimer, an introduction. We might have like a pre-log. We might have uh, recommendations, people who have read the book and recommend to be read. And then we would then get into the maybe the table of contents, the contents of the book. And then some of these same elements might be right at the end as well, a thank you message, more information, an index, appendix. There's all sorts of information that people include it. And so when I first got started, I started including a lot of this irrelevant information like a biography, which really does not impact whether people will buy your book or not. And also some of the information that I now would have put at the end of the book, I had at the right at the beginning of the book, which we'll discuss in today's secret answer why that is a bad idea. If it's not necessary, it should not be at the beginning of the book. And there's a reason, but we'll hit that a little bit later. So, but after I had managed to put the book together and get it in the correct order, I noticed the sales started to improve. And with each book, I modified it slightly in order to get even better results. So, what is the right self-publishing book layout? Well, let's get into some answers for today. The correct order it should be in. Now, if it's a Kindle book, I use a program called Uto to put together my book, and there you'll put in the cover. But if it's a Kindle book, the cover will not be it will be included in the beginning of the book. Whereas if in addition to just being the cover that you upload to Amazon Kindle, KDP. If it is not, if it's a paperback book, you're going to create a PDF and it will not include your cover at the beginning. So then we're going to go straight to the title page, which will have the author's name. Then we're going to have a page that's dedicated to your copyright. Now those can be combined, though some authors, some books actually want you to have them separate, your title and your copyright page. 
and you will have then the information of the publication year and the owner of the publishing company and things like that. So that will then come together. So those will be like either the first page or the first and second page, okay, of your entire book. So that's an important one to keep in mind. And then the next thing that you're going to have is going to be your table of contents. And the table of contents is incredibly important because it's going to tell your readers what they can expect with your book as they're going along. So that's a very important point that you're going to want to have there as well. Then after your table of contents, we're going to move on to your lead generation. And that will be the where we are going to get readers who are interested in reading similar books to yours where they will simply be able to look at, uh, be able to give their email address and they will get something for free. Maybe a chapter of your next book or maybe sort of a summary of the current book, like a cheat sheet or some templates. There's a lot of reasons your your uh, your readers will wish to use a some sort of lead generation. Then our next point is we're going to go into the chapters that we're going to have. They come afterwards and it'll break it down into the content of the book itself. Then we'll have a thank you page after that. And we'll have a disclaimer at the end. So these are a little bit of the different steps. Now, the secret answer of today is that the lead magnet and the table of contents will earn you the most in the long run. And the reason being is because people will do the look in, look inside the book feature on Amazon and other websites to see what the first couple pages of the book look like. Sometimes it's up to 8% of the book. And that means they're going to see your table of contents. And that is why your table of contents should not be too... Uh, it should be encouraging them and have lots of open loops like, oh, this secret to pet, you know, doing your giving your pet the right food or these three things you definitely don't want to do when training your dog. The sorts of things that should not give the answers away it should simply tease them into maybe purchasing the book. But only people who would be interested in the subject would buy it all. So we're not really fooling anybody. We're delivering what we promise. We're just doing it in a way that makes it more appealing to those individuals. And so this is another point that we're definitely going to want to not lose attention on. Because this, when I started realizing this, you don't want to have your biography and lots of introductions and all sorts of things like that. You're going to want to go straight into these specific items. Because when they look into it, they'll be able to be like, yes, this is a book that I want to read. So this is a fantastic strategy you're going to want to do with your book. So what is the right self-publishing book layout? Well, what have you found? Have you found something else that I've forgotten here? Or maybe you found something that's made help you earn more money than even I've earned off of the 870 books that I've published. I'd love to hear it. I respond to all comments that you leave below. And check above me here for more answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks. <laughs>